Welcome to Bourbon and Blood. On this week's episode, we do Spiral from 2019 or 20. Came out this year. 20. Yeah, I think this year. It's brand new. And we're joined by our reoccurring guest, Bridget, all the way from Seattle. Hello. Seattle. Hello. I was not in Seattle. Oh, wait, where are you from? Where are you from? <laughs> What's where am I from or where am I right now? I'm in Portland, baby. Where are you? Where are you from? Where are you now? Where are you going? Where have you been? Tell me everything, Bridget. Tell me every place you've ever been. And here we go. Hey, have you ever been? To a weird little town in the nineties that hates gay people and kills <laughs> a couple of them every ten years. Uh, no, I have not. I haven't. Well, no. actually, you know what? I probably have been in a town like that—that that little ATV town that yeah. Danny and I stumbled upon when we had to get gas coming home from Christie's wedding in the UP. Everybody, oh everyone in the town was on an ATV. Like, we stopped at the gas station. There were, like, okay, I'm saying 30 people. There were not 30 people there, but there were a lot of people at this gas station. Every single one of them was on ATVs. Every person we saw on the road was on an ATV. It it was awful and weird, and I hated it so much. It was unnerving. It was not good. It was, they, a, it was they, a spiral town. It was definitely a spiral town. So, Bridget, why don't you tell us what this movie's about? We'll dive into parts. And why we wanted to watch it, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Jeffrey Boyer Chapman, the most beautiful man on the planet, is married to the blandest looking man I've ever seen. And that is my first note is, I do not believe these two are a couple. Because no, yes. this guy was so boring and weird, and Jeffrey <laughs> was just being Jeffrey. Gorgeous and out there. Uh, so yeah, they're moving with their daughter. It's the bland guy's daughter, JBC's stepdaughter, right? Yeah, he calls her booger, which really annoys me. I don't like <laughs> it that. made me think of Drag Race. Uh, I don't um, like that nickname. Yeah, and he suddenly JBC's like everybody in this town's a little bit weird, and then weird things happen. <laughs> Is this a good plot description? It's a little bit like there's like a little bit of the shining, I thought. Like cuz he's kind of losing his mind but doesn't know what's real and what's not and he's a writer and they're kind of I I don't want to say trapped in that house, but I mean, it's a small little town. Where the fuck are they going to go? It had like so many different horror movie elements to it like a weird cult weird ghosts to come out of black smoke yeah there was just a lot going on that I felt like the author was like or the writer of the movie was like and this thing and this thing and this throw it all together Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and make Jeffrey Boyer Chapman look real serious real scared (laughs) And make it move real slow in every scene. I wasn't sure if I was going to be down with his acting. Because I've never seen him act in anything other than Drag Race. Vocally, it's Jeffrey. It's Jeffrey. 
But his facial expressions when he was scared or when something intense was happening, I was like, okay, he's got some acting yeah, chops. I, he can act. He can act. He gives, I thought he was pretty good. Gives some good face when he <laughs> needs to be scared. Gives good scared face. I felt like everyone was shitting on Malik, even Kayla. Like, Malik? Is that how you say it? Malik, right? I think it's Malik, yeah. Okay, well, everyone was shitting on Malik, I feel like. Like, Kayla was kind of being a bitch to him once in a while. The husband, I don't know. And then, of course, everyone in town was not on his side. Well, and I, at first, like, when the lady comes to the door and is like, oh, hi, I'm your super white neighbor. How are you? <laughs> I saw your gardener. And then she's like, oh, we don't have many of you in, the t- in our town. And... I didn't know if she meant we don't have many of you like as a black person or we don't have many of you as a gay person because he was the only one getting like weird vibes from all the people in town. Like when he would go out and stuff and people would glare at him on his runs and shit. Like you didn't see any other black people. Right. So at first I didn't know. I was like, Oh, is it like, about them being gay or is it about him being black or is it about both? I don't know. It felt like he was more in tune to things that were happening because mm-hmm. he is black and he's probably had to be aware of that stuff all of his life. And we saw that he has a super traumatic incident in his background that yeah. keeps him sort of on higher alert. Whereas like milk toast white dad is like, everything's fine. Why would anyone ever be mean to you? Jesus. I'm in the nineties and I'm gay. So I have to like, <laughs> Not be gay, pretty much. Was there on the screen at the beginning of the movie, did it tell us it was the 90s and I missed it? Yeah, so the the Whoa. attack that happened took place in like 83. And then they moved to the town. It was like 95. So it was a little, okay. like, a little bit over 10 years later. I somehow missed that. So I didn't get it was the 90s until he was setting up that computer. And I was like, yeah. what's happening? <laughs> Speaking of the 90s, I have a serious question for both of you. What's the biggest disc changer you had in the 90s? Five. five please. <laughs> I did not have a five disc changer. I'm not fancy. I had an eight in my car, which Ooh, was cool. Wow. I did only have wow. a three in the house, though. Eight in the car, three in the house. I baby, <laughs> I babysat somebody who had, it was at least a 25 disc one, but it might have even been 50. It was, it was... Bananas. ridiculous it was ridiculous oh, i had neighbors like that too where it's like the little slots yeah it, i remember my car had the eights and at the time Ludacris came out with a song that said i got a whole thing to fill your disc changer up and he could not very disappointing i did have most of Ludacris's albums too luda <laughs> luda <laughs> that was beautiful bridget thank you so much Aww. <laughs> I told you I did not take any notes because I actually really was paying attention to this movie. And I okay, I did try to take notes, but they're not, like, helpful for the plot. They're things like, wait, what year is this? this is <laughs> but also, did you notice when JBC was leaning up against one of the walls? Oh, like, my God, he spills the wine. He didn't even 
try to clean it up. He looked at it. I'm like, that was not supposed to be in the movie. I said the same thing. And, and I was, was like, I was like, maybe he's going to just finish his wine and then he'll clean it up. Which, I realized then that Anne is the JBC of our relationship. <laughs> well, I'll take Are you compliment. spilling wine? I'll take that compliment unless you mean that in reference to his role in this movie. Oh, no. <laughs> I could see Anne spiraling out of control when she sees uh, something suspicious. I oh, feel God. like I'm spiraling every day this year. <laughs> he went he went hard into conspiracy stuff. Like I wouldn't be breaking into someone's house after the one interaction he had. He broke into like every yeah. one's house. He was just like, oh, my neighbor died. I'm going to just go in his house. <laughs> oh, I need to use the bathroom at my neighbor, my other neighbor's house. Oh, I'll just go in this giant room that has double <laughs> glass doors. That is clearly not the bathroom. I'll just go in there. There was another house he broke it. Oh, the like shack house. Oh my god! Like brother, I love when he gets caught in that room. He's like, you didn't give me very good instructions or something like that. Like you said, there's a double glass door and the door's open. Yeah. Oh, and then the the guy who like runs the cult is that guy who was in all the Betty Cooper's dad. Yeah, Marshall. Do you know what he's from? Like, what do you... I know he's from um, the movie where you kill your roommate so you can get all A's. <gasps> Van Wilder, right? No. No. no that man no, on campus. That man on campus. Isn't he from that? Yeah. I think so. Yes. He's also from he a scary plays, movie. He's in a scary movie? No, the the scary movie. The oh. comedy. Oh, like the, the scary movie. movie. Okay. <laughs> so the scary movie and scary movie, there's a real distinction in Bridget's brain for that. <laughs> Couldn't make it work. He's a bad guy on Riverdale, too. Oh, so he's getting getting some work. Good for that guy. Yeah, I guess he grew up into a guy who's bad. He like murders people in Riverdale. Wow, there's like wow. murder in Riverdale and stuff. Oh, there's so much murder in Riverdale. Anne. Are there like witches? Because like, doesn't it cross over with Sabrina a little bit? There was supposed to be some crossover, but I'm behind on both of those shows, so I don't know the answer mm. to that. Hmm. Bridget, if you came home and Andrew spent a thousand dollars on or three thousand dollars on a security camera system, how would you do handle that? <laughs> I think I would ask him why he felt like we needed it instead of just acting like it was the craziest thing in the world. Like, why does why does that not ever get up? Why doesn't Aaron ever say, why do you feel we need this? Did something happen? And then yeah. why doesn't Jeffrey say, oh, hey, somebody busted into our house and wrote a horrific thing on sure. our wall? Yeah. There's a real There was no discussion between them whatsoever. Mm-mm. And we know from the end of the movie that JBC was keeping a very detailed account of what was happening. So why wouldn't he just show that to Aaron? I don't know. Say don't something. Know. And Aaron is also gay. You would want him to know someone broke in your house and broke that. Because that's yeah. something you should be aware of in your town. <laughs> I have questions about the Polaroids. Okay. Okay, so <laughs> how, where did they come from? <laughs> I'm so confused. Well, I, I figured 
Because they'd been switching his medication, right? Oh, that that did happen, but he was like... Drugged up, yeah. I have questions on why they were playing an Atari Jaguar in 95. Oh. There's better systems. I don't know what that that means. And that guy, as we know, spoiler alert, is eternal or whatever. He should have cooler systems and more money. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, maybe that's his favorite one, though. It could be just like he kept he's that. Tried track. them all. That yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's gone through all of them. When we get to the bridge runner parts. What is your thoughts on the bridge runner part? Oh, it was spooky when it happened, but there was who no was point. That? Who was it? What was the? Why was that scene even a thing? And that one, ki- the kid, who's we find out is the main evil and its entity or whatever. Like, well, where's mom jeans? Say what? He wears mom jeans. Oh my god, oh. he totally did. <laughs> yes, he did. It was ninety five. I didn't wear mom jeans. You still? I guess. I do. I do. I mean, aren't skinny jeans just mom jeans? They don't go up to my belly button yet. I'm trying, but oh, they're like, yeah, skinny. What? Mom jeans have more of that tapered leg, not skinny. My major complaint with this movie besides the mom jeans is there was no dive into the cults. We didn't find out anything about the cults, the spiral, the lacuna coil, which is cool. The never like the everlasting coil of repeating. That's cool, but they never explain anything or anything about like, why does, who is this child that's eating, you know, young girls? Like what child is this? The son. no, (laughs) That was me, like, quoting oh, that. Oh, <laughs> It wasn't clear at all. Um, yeah, that's what I mean when I say, like, they were trying to do too many things. Because then at the end, they were just like, this, 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 this. All the reveals, ta-da! And then it, it was, was kind of like Ryan Murphy made a movie. Yeah. It like, <laughs> like, started out with a lot of really good ideas. And then, and then he was just like, throw in a cult. <laughs> Throw in like a 10, every 10 year murder thing. I can see like cramming all of season two of American Horror Story into a movie. <laughs> um, I found, I think my favorite note, which is in all caps. And he doesn't like mashed potatoes. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, Aaron, because he pushes them away. Can he like put them, Jeffrey Boyer Chapman, serve them to the daughter, like pretty aggressively too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Those aggressive potatoes. Potatoes clearly mean something in this movie. <laughs> what about the raining blood scene? That was pretty cool. In the ceiling. Oh, yeah. That was creepy. That was and I was furious that Aaron was like, no, it's not. Uh, no one did this on purpose. It's totally normal for raccoons to die in an attic and then blow all their blood out. There wouldn't be blood <laughs> everywhere. If they die, they <laughs> die. I would call the exterminator on our exploding raccoons. Ugh. <laughs> I have raccoons that just keep exploding upstairs and leaking blood everywhere. I kept kind of being like, is Aaron part of this weird little cult? Like, I felt that too sometimes. Especially at the end when they come, Jeffrey Boyer Tamek comes back to the house after being kicked out. And like, Aaron's like, where have you been for a week? I miss you. Like, welcome to the party. And like, 
what the fuck? Was he really gone for a week? I don't know. That's what he said. He's like, you haven't been here for a week. Right. I know. But I don't know. Was he really gone for? I don't know. I don't know. Well, wait. Aaron, I don't think Aaron was part of it because he seemed genuinely horrified. Well, at the end, yes. At the end, did. yeah. But I'm just saying all through the rest of the movie, I was like... Oh, for sure. Part of it? What's going to happen with him? Like, I'm pretty sure me and Anne agree we think Liam was the kid from his past. You agree, too? It wasn't yeah, 100%. Because when they showed the clip after... I don't know, toward the end of the movie when they showed the flashback again... You can see him shouting, and he shouts Liam. Well, and he has the glasses. Yeah, he has the, he has the glasses. Yeah. But that's who he's been talking on the phone to this whole the whole movie. Yeah, on that big-ass portable phone. You know, he was talking to Liam, like, as soon as they moved in. I kind of think our boy is a little crazy. Well, that's what I wonder, from too. The get-go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's got traumatic stuff in his past, so that's understandable. But Well, I wondered, was this movie about post-traumatic stress i thought he too even before anything really happened he's still kind of like always a little paranoid and on edge which he probably should be like considering what happened in his past like i would be too but i just wonder if that was part of like i don't know the deep meaning of the moment (laughs) it was just confusing because so he has to be a little mentally unwell if he's talking to a dead man. He can't let go of those glasses. They were like on his nightstand or something or dresser. Yeah. And But we know that there was a ghost who gave him those tapes. There were people in a cult. So is he not? He's crazy, but not that crazy. And why did the one black man in the movie have to shoot someone? I didn't care for that. Yeah, I know. I didn't like that either. Like it. My favorite note in here is Samara, the blockbuster employee of the month. Because every time that ghost would show up with the tapes, like she'd get closer and she was like in every room with the tapes. <laughs> Samara. Black. That was totally the ring. <laughs> She'll just come back because you haven't returned them in time. Uh, the cult thing was like that movie Society. Yeah. <laughs> Which is one of my favorite <laughs> 90s horror movies. Our, okay, wait. Let's derail here and talk about Society. You liked so it? so weird. <laughs> I mean, it's I mean, really, she really didn't ridiculous. like it. <laughs> <laughs> I like bad horror movies. It's my favorite genre. I do too. And I think the last 30 minutes of that movie is a masterpiece. Oh, the acting is bad enough to sustain me up until that last The beginning is just minutes. so boring. Like, I tried to watch it, it once before and I gave up. And then I was like, I need to finish this because I know crap gets weird. Society's the same. And it gets... Oh, it's the weirdest. So the girl was only 16 because when he came back to the party to shoot it up, or not shoot it up, that's not what he was there to do, but <laughs> not the cult. It I was thought the, you drugs. She dropped the cake that said, Happy yeah. Sweet 16. I thought that girl was way older. It was confusing. The ages were very confusing because I thought the neighbor boy that they had the Polaroids with was like 17. And I was like, why is nobody like mad? <laughs> I was like... Having sex with a child. But also, do you guys think that he, not that young boy, but the other young boy, what's his name? Taylor? The guy with the car. Yeah, the guy with the car. He was just trying to find out if she was a virgin or not. That's what I said. That's what I said. Yeah. So that Because that's probably how the sacrifice works. Right. They, she has to be a virgin. That's, a, that's exactly what I said. So, yes, we're right about that, Bridget. <laughs> 
For sure. (laughs) What kind of thoughts do you two have on the final scene of the movie? When oh no, the cultists are filling the house, and the daughter is a snack. (laughs) I loved it. Okay, that's not the final scene of the movie either. Oh, yeah, that's true. I hate any scene where, like, a dude or a a woman or a person, whatever, just, like, (laughs) goes out to their balcony or porch, whatnot, looks out the window, and there's, like, a group of cult figures standing there just, like, staring, waiting to come inside. I don't like that in any movie, and I didn't like it in this one. I, f- I felt spooked. Spooked out. <laughs> didn't like it. I do love the twist. I didn't see the girl getting... No. Eaten. No. I didn't either. I knew something was going to happen to her, but yeah, I she didn't. She was like split open. He was just yeah. mowing down like Gollum on her. Yeah. So, yeah, Aaron figured it out way too late. Way too late. So is he like... Is he the devil? Is the like the the, the son the the devil again i I don't know wouldn't he be immortal without having to eat hearts and stuff maybe do they all eat them or just hint like i assumed that they like took turns but nothing was explained so i don't know maybe they eat them once and that's the age that they stay when like Forever after. No, yeah, but that picture no, Aaron found that the picture of was... him was old. Every ten years, they have okay. a couple, and they Take eat the that. daughter. Rewind it back. Maybe the son is a demon, and he keeps everyone young as long as he's fed and happy. That's maybe why they go through all those hoops to feed him. <laughs> but really like, good. also, the guy that Jeffrey Boyer Chapman is studying. Yeah, what's that about? Well. But wasn't he, was he somehow tied in with the cult leader's dad, like, great ancestor? I don't, I couldn't figure that out. I felt like it was supposed to connect, but. Wasn't he like, I I named this institution for my father or my grandfather or something. And I thought it was going to go back and be like, oh, and his grandfather is this guy like right i thought it was funny that he watched like this whole movie the beginning he's been watching movies on this guy and like taking notes and then like a quarter like halfway through the movie he's like chapter two and then deletes it i'm like really you got one chapter in after all that (laughs) also how did he not know who he was working for before he took the job like he quit because he realized he was writing about someone who was like a gay conversion therapist. Yeah, how do you not know that? Right. He couldn't use Ask Jeeves before. He looked up the clinic that way. Nice, nice 90s reference. Right. There. Good job. <laughs> I almost said Google. Uh-uh. <laughs> Ask Jeeves. <laughs> oh my God. The video he makes. And I thought that was very clever that that's what the white disc was that he took out of his computer. Like, cause I didn't see any of that coming and that was really good. Really good. I didn't get the, I mean, I didn't see any of that either, but then it made me think he's not that crazy because he put together like a whole 
basically a PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was. Oh my God. Do you think he had some sweet clip art in there? Like, <laughs> Clippy was survivor. helping him. The survivor cult. Oh, Clippy. <laughs> what helps surviving? <laughs> <laughs> you seem a little stuck on these crazy neighbors. It looks like you're trying not to die. Have you tried this? <laughs> it was really good at the ending when you got that whole other family. You know, like, oh shit, it all went south. It was definitely heavy-handed on the social commentary at the end because yeah, uh, they were Muslim. Cooper's dad was like, "As soon as the tides change, we'll find somebody else for them to be afraid of." And then, like yeah. a Muslim family starts driving into town. Why does say Muslim? <laughs> it's, you, it's like when Danny says Italian. And <laughs> <laughs> when you just said Muslim, I thought that's how you're supposed to say it. And in my head, I was like, "Oh my god, have I been saying it wrong this whole time?" <laughs> I don't know what happened to my brain. (laughs) Apologize to all the listeners. (laughs) I also feel like everyone should know that when Anne connected to this call tonight, I kept telling her that her audio wasn't working (laughs) for five minutes and then realized I didn't have my speakers turned on. (laughs) Oh, it was so good. It was so good. (laughs) She's like... I can hear you. Can you hear me? <laughs> oh no, I can't hear you. Can you hear me? And I was like, yes. <laughs> you, Bridget. Why can't you hear me? <laughs> Do you have any exciting horror movies you're going to watch in October? Because when this comes out, it should be like September 30th. I don't know, but I know we'll amp them up. Oh yeah. Whatever. Bridget, what's your favorite scary movie? What's your favorite scary movie? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I prefer a funny scary movie than like a real. So we just watched The Babysitter and The Babysitter Killer Queen on Netflix, and I loved them. We watched the sec- second yeah. one. Yeah, we watched that one, and I was like cracking up the whole time. I thought it was so funny. <laughs> I loved them, they were so good. And of course, Student Bodies is probably like my all-time favorite. Student Bodies is so good. Don't call me daddy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got nothing else. Do you got anything else about this movie? No, I liked it. And I hope to see Jeffrey Boyer Chapman in more things because I love his face. And, you know, he might not dress that great, but... <laughs> It depends on the day. I did love the hoodie he wore, like, to go running. The little plaid one? No, it was, like, gray and then red sleeves. It felt very Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking about, because didn't he have, like, the denim vest, but with, like, the kind of flannel sleeves, too? That was Mm -hmm. in the look. But I think there was a point where he maybe was wearing that with a white turtleneck. And I do not like turtlenecks. I don't care who you are. Jeffrey Boyer Chapman can't even work. Where are you from? Oh, what you did, as long as you don't work. (laughs) (laughs) Did you guys think the one time he was going running and he had like that um, guy's quote from the movie he was watching on a loop in his head that was like, 
the traditional family unit is all that matters. And he's like running through town and just hearing that. And then it was an American flag. And because I had taken an edible, I suddenly was like, is this a Trump commercial? Like, I got so confused. <laughs> Dude, there was one part too. Oh, it was when he was driving. And it was like 10 minute. Like it was so long. And it was like the kind of scene where it's like, his face fades out, but then his face is still there, but yeah. in like another direction. That scene lasted forever. It was so yeah. freaking long. And I think it was like supposed to be a little Hitchcocky, right? Because that's like a Hitchcock thing, that driving mm-hmm. that whole driving scene. But I was like, man, that is that is a long, long scene of Jeffrey Boyer Chapman looking concerned and scared. <laughs> What was the thing he saw on the side of the road? It was the girl, the videotape girl, Blockbuster employee. She didn't, but she didn't have a head. It was like a, just like a naked, weird mannequin body with no head. Oh, I thought it was our videotape girl. Like not Maybe. holding the tapes, just standing there. I, could I, be I told you guys I took an edible. I don't know what I saw. <laughs> when he was in that abandoned house and it was like weird... And I thought, is this just on my screen or is this really happening? Like weird black cloud, like in and out. And then she showed up behind him. Ooh, he's spooky. Ooh, weird. <laughs> now I want to rewatch it and be like, no, Bridget, that was definitely just your edible. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Oh, so what else is going on? Is anything fun and exciting happening with you? Just back to work, trying to teach three to five-year-olds how to speak. Speak better. Are you doing it in person or over? All virtual, baby. Oh, yeah. They get to see that gorgeous mug on their monitors. (laughs) I've been using a lot of gifts, though, so that's fun for me and them. Aww. That is fun. Being on a Skype call, I feel like this is like host. We should do a little seance right now. No. <gasps> no, that was so scary. Maybe that's my favorite scary movie. It was so good. It was I loved so it. good. I can't get over it. I loved it. Well, we're glad we could we'll have see. you on. We miss you. I mean, I'll probably text you. I miss five. you guys too. And thank miss you. your faces. I love y'all. Hey, Bridget, did you know you can get a zine? If you like us on Facebook, <laughs> a free Halloween zine. Free Halloween zine, you say? Yeah. Tell me more. Like us on Facebook and send us your message and boom, you get a free Halloween zine. Cha-ching. Urban and Blood. Thanks for make, helping me plug that. <laughs> Andrew just said no one wants to read your ween zine. Oh, wow, Andrew. Remember that one song by Ween that's like, <laughs> I don't want to die. It's like a weird little baby voice. Help me, mama. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't know what you're talking about, but I believe you. My God, it's the worst. Okay, well, I'm going to find it and make Danny listen to it. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs> and when we send you that Ween zine, make sure Andrew reads it. Oh, yeah. Wait, will. Cameron made a comic of me and Rachel. Like it's in the zine because Cameron's about to turn into a werewolf and we have to like go save him. Oh my god, it's amazing! It's so good. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see it. Okay, that's exciting. Yeah, it's good. <laughs>
It's fun. All right. Well, All right. Thank thanks, you. guys. Bye. Bye. Love you. Bye. Love you too.